0: Welcome gamers to Basement Arcade Pause me the show where we just hit pause on a game, sit back, relax, and just chill. I'm your host, Ben Magnet. And today I have an awesome guest. She is one of my followers on Twitter, a mutual follower of mine on Twitter. And holy crap, does she and do she and I have a lot to talk about? She is an author. She does, she has our own video game blog, grownupgamergirl.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the extremely talented Miss Cindy Jacks Hey Cindy, thank, how's you. It
1: thank you. It is Awesome. It's so awesome to be here with you. Yeah, it's awesome to have you on the show, and thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Honestly, that was so cool of you.
0: Oh, of course. One of the best things uh, about us being so active and so, um, like, just connected to this retro gaming community that we have on Twitter is yes. the fact that I now have like an endless pool of people I can pull from to come on the show and talk video games with me.
1: That is awesome, isn't it? Cause like I, it's you cool. know, with the blog, I have so many people that I'm like, I need to interview you. I need to talk to you about that. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's so interactive. It's it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm still completely amazed that I just even fell into I feel like I talk about this every time I have someone <laughs> from my two who is a who I follow mutually. Or right. we follow each other mutually on Twitter. Yeah. I always have this conversation where it's like, how the hell did I fall into this community? Because I, I just don't I know.
1: know. I know. It was actually completely by accident for me as well. Um, I, I still had you know, my romance novel followers mm-hmm. and I decided to just sort of start up again and I'm like, well, let's see how the gaming blog goes over and it's gone over pretty big. Like I was really encouraged and amazed at the support. It's just been mm-hmm. awesome.
0: Now. So you mentioned because you because <laughs> you've obviously re- uh, read some of the articles I've written for Old School yes. Magazine, OldSchoolGamerMagazine.com. Yes. I've of course read some of your articles on Grown Up Gamer Girl. Thank you. And when because you and I were exchanging, we're, we're we're talking to each other, we're DMing each other on Twitter. Right. And you get, are giving me some writing tips. And then when you mentioned that you were you. R slash used to be a romance novelist yes my brain is like that is such a weird turn and i don't mean <laughs> do that in a bad way i apologize if it sounds weird if whoever is listening to this if you're a romance no. novelist <laughs> and also the reading <laughs> of advance, that is not a slight because that is just when you hear oh i write steamy romance <laughs> stuff and then i also write about video games it's like how does that turn not to, not to say that's a bad thing no, that's just no those, not at all but, it's like, no. what branch of your skill tree did you take to get <laughs> to where you are now
1: it's actually a long tragic story um but
0: uh, oh no i don't like long tragic stories no oh, but it's like uh, uh, not the tragic kind though
1: I'll, I'll try to condense um so when i first tried to get published um i actually originally used to write like um sort of um lit and that kind of thing, and And that's really hard to get published in and a friend of mine was like, hey, because I used to write I used to write some kind of sort of steamy short stories for them and, and they were like, hey, you know, this EPUB is looking for people. And I said, oh, cool. And I, you know, I applied and then I was accepted and that was cool. But that was never like my passion it was what i could get published and again like you said you know no you know don't no disrespect for people who legitimately love writing romance and that kind of thing but it was just like well got me published sweet and but i have been the biggest dork and nerd and gamer girl since as far as i can remember and that's that's truly my passion yeah i know right and uh (laughs) you rule the world now isn't it awesome (laughs) i know i just saw an aside i just saw an article that adult females are now the biggest demographic in in gaming so yeah rock on but
0: so (laughs) exactly no Um, quick really quick tangent because those people pop up on um Like, the, the, I call them the dude bro games. and There's nothing wrong with them. Like, the CODs, the Call of of Duties, the ETH. There's nothing wrong with that. I love me
1: some FPS, you know? I mean.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, So do I. But then there's times, like, I see stuff on TikTok. It's like, hey, how long is it going to take? Like, a a streamer, a lady streamer, who's like, how long is it going to take for me until some guy, like, when she goes on the live chat and says, hey, what's up? Someone recognizes this girl. Like, they say, go back to the kitchen, make them a sandwich or something like that.
1: Yeah, it's actually, like- yeah, gotta give a shout out to spontaneous. She's on YouTube, and she oh. kind of specializes in that. And she plays uh Rainbow Six,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and she gets that a lot. And and I haven't experienced that, thankfully. But I will say, I do get hit on on Twitter quite a bit. So there's <laughs> that, you know. But yeah, you know, I just kind of have to be like, oh, I I have a boyfriend, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. not not it's doing like, this, I'm, I'm, you know. <laughs> I'm thinking shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking about gaming, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, so from, from the whole romance journal um, journey to, you know, now um, so I actually, I, I've published probably about 30 novels. Damn. Yeah. Thank you. And um, only one of them is still in print because only one of them is with a major publisher and the mm-hmm. other publishers have since folded and, yeah so and then once that happened i was just like i i can't do this anymore because i don't love it Mm -hmm. and took some time off sort of regrouped had some other stuff happen in my life and actually the blog started out as sort of my like therapy session (laughs) yeah i i actually i sort of use gaming as my way to express my more negative emotions because you know you get to go and you get to you know like chop zombies in the head and you get to shoot people on red dead and you know you get that aggression out and i think in a healthy way Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um i started writing about it and then i thought well maybe other people would be interested and then i actually had a conversation with um some, oh, So I had to have my parents' house remodeled before we sold it. Mm-hmm. And the guys that were coming in to do the remodeling, they were these um, like middle-aged guys, you know, mm-hmm. and very cool, very awesome. And I would be there gaming when they came in and they would stop <laughs> and they would talk to me like, like we would have these half an hour to 45 minute conversations about gaming. And they seemed so interested. And I thought, you know what? I think there's a blog in there, you know. So oh, yeah. that's yeah, that's how I started it.
0: Oh yeah, I feel with video games. I feel especially in today's day and age, there's so many things you could just write about, and yeah. there, I feel like there's no end to it. Even if you, um, even if you recycle a few ideas that you're in it's like okay, I can use something of, like this idea from right. I use from this article, but also I can change it in a way that it's it's kind of the same, but it's also still fresh.
1: It, it is always fresh because I mean, video games. If you really look at them from beginning to now, it they do recycle ideas but mm-hmm. every dev puts their own imprint on it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think
1: as writers, we have that opportunity as well.
0: Yeah. I, I want to say I was in a screenwriting class at the junior college I went to for a few years mm-hmm. where my professor said that there are six types, like if you look at a story, like any kind of story, bare right. bones it,
2: mm-hmm. there
0: are six types of stories and they have all been written before. <laughs> yeah. And it's your job to make it, to like to make it your own to make it different right. Which, right. like when we see uh, like when we compare films like Titanic or maybe The Notebook it's like what is it at its core? It's a love story that has a tragic end to it like yeah. Jack, <laughs> spoilers for Titanic Jack dies at the end of Titanic and Wait I don't what? Know,
1: what? <laughs> no I'm playing, <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm, I'm, playing. Spoiling a, I'm spoiling a <laughs> 25 plus year old movie for people who one of the highest grossing films of all time <laughs> How dare I, you? I, yeah, or like <laughs> something at the end of the Notebook, where it's like maybe because I've never seen the Notebook. All I know is it has a sad ending. I actually haven't either. Oh, Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's I'm like so the, with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the same with video games. Like, um, here's a good example: Final Fantasy. Yeah. For up and all the way up until Final Fantasy Five, it was just a standard magical fantasy, high fantasy RPG. You have knights, you have kings, you have um wizards run all over the place. And then when Final Fantasy VI, they changed up the story. And then it was seven, eight, nine, ten. As yeah. the stories moved, it was still a fantasy, but they changed it a little bit.
1: Yeah. And I think that's that's what's important about video games. I mean, you know, they're not reinventing the wheel, but it just like writers have their own voice, devs mm-hmm. have their own voice. You know, and you gotta find that voice if you're gonna make something brilliant or at least your own. You know, Mm -hmm. and I I think I think that's what the games that that move us the most do is they have that voice that it's like, oh, I'm listening, you know, Mm -hmm. and and that's what I just like I said, I just can't get enough of video games. They I have this really actually bad habit. Like I probably buy about four or five (laughs) 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 months. It might be a bit of a habit, Um, but they just. Because the different ways that those exactly, like you said, six same genres, same stories are told, it's infinite.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also have recently made some poor financial decisions with some of the games <laughs> I found. But yeah, when seriously, yeah. I'm I'm looking on Twitter one day, a guy on Twitter says, "Hey, the, the Best Buy limited run Best um limited run Chante game variants yeah. are out today." So I go to my store. <laughs> they have. Them. They only have one copy of each. So, of course, I you snap have them. To, you have to buy that. You have to buy that. Yeah. And also, it's physical version. So, it's like, cool. I don't have to worry about something. Else. I have the physical copy. This is great.
2: Exactly. And then yeah. I
0: go home and I check my Craigslist and it's like, oh, why did I do that? Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Poor financial, uh, poor financial decisions aside. You
1: know what? Bad decisions always lead to the best stories.
0: So, Very- you know. Very true, and of course, I've barely even finished the Shantae games, but I did finally beat Super Mario sixty four.
1: I know, I saw that on yeah. Twitter. I was like, yes.
0: Yeah, I finally beat that game last night. It was over. It was almost twenty plus years in the making. Over twenty years in the making, me finally nice. beating that game, and I finally did it. And man, I got some things to say.
1: <laughs> Wait, I, okay, what? I might. Okay, so I might turn into the interviewer here. What are we? What are we saying? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I said it before when okay. I first started playing the game and I was about 70 so stars in. I mean, if you go back to old school gamer magazine, you go way back. The, the article is called the, the, the dated genius of Mario 64. Okay. Cause the game itself is amazing. I will not deny that it is an amazing game. Hi, Suki. My cat just came out.
1: Nice.
0: I will not deny that Super Mario 64 is important for what it's done to Nintendo and for 3d gaming in the long run. Right. Playing it today, and the first 3D Mario game that I really sank my teeth into and actually put real hours in was Super Mario Odyssey, which is like, okay. which is 3D Mario perfected. Essentially, it yeah. is so good. It is so much fun. Finding moons isn't doesn't feel like a hassle. It feels like uh, yeah, I can go for one moon, yeah. more more moon. Whereas trying to get all the stars in Mario 64, it's there are times where it actually did feel like a chore
1: yeah
0: and there are times where the camera is just not your friend
1: yeah we've all had that moment it's just like okay. yeah
0: it's, <laughs> it's just like. and i cannot tell you how many times i missed a jump because i couldn't properly see uh, where exactly yeah. i need to go where exactly yeah. i was going and the and it happened, of course, like okay, so Rainbow Rage, the last course in Mario 64, course 15, hardest course in the game. Right. I had seven coins to go and I missed my jump. I thought I had it, um, oh. but instead I get the I clip the edge and oh. then I fall off, and I'm this close to losing my shit.
1: Oh, I would have lost my shit
0: <laughs> it was, uh, and, then don't get, and they were like the very first star over the rainbow uh thing yeah that was also a really hard star for me to get it's the first star yeah. in the course and you would think that's the easiest one well relatively easiest well, one yeah
1: but you know they're not gonna make it that easy for you
0: no no they're not so <laughs> um the, so the article is after i finish the game the article i'm planning to write um so I guess like minor spoilers for what I'm going to write about nice. is why we put games down. Cause I started playing Mario 64 when I first got uh, Mario 3d all-stars last year and I was yeah. playing it religiously. And then I just put it down. That and I
1: happens start- like that sometimes though. There, yeah. there are games that I'm like, Fudge this, you know. <laughs> I can't yeah. do this. You know? I'm
0: like, That's that. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna play something else. Not something today, you know, <laughs> that isn't so rage inducing, even though because I, I feel that rage quitting is a thing, but also it's how you, um, how you emote funny enough, how you emote yeah. rage quit that kind of yeah. makes you like if you're one of those people who like slams your keyboard. Because there are times where I'm like playing a game and audio scissors, mm-hmm. and sorry, you're not gonna see this. I go. <laughs> like i to, i like i slam my controller like slam it in my lap but i still hold on to it or i squeeze it or maybe i just like slump it down i've dropped it a few times in defeat but luckily it's very close to the floor so no damage happens
1: yeah i i I, I'm, I might not be
0: as classy um. yeah, because <laughs> uh pro controllers are expensive but it's not because they are they are yeah yeah, but also, also, I feel like when I air quotes rage quit, it's not. Um, I still go at I still I am nine times out of 10, I go back at it. I'm like, all right, I'm yeah. going to do this again. Like myself yeah. and my girlfriend, we're trying to be Champions Road in Super Mario 3D World.
1: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that's what,
0: that, is, <laughs> that is a hard course. And we get to it, we get close, and there are times both of us die from a bad jump, or I messed up, yeah. she messes up, and yeah. it's just all right, just one more go, just one more go.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. And you can spend the whole night with just one more go. <laughs> like, yeah. you son suddenly like, it's 6 a.m., crap.
0: You know? <laughs> uh, I will never neither confirm or deny it. No, my like kidding. Of course I'll confirm. Like, when Kingdom Hearts 3 first came out, I was at work, I came home, and I made sure I beat the first, uh, I beat Olympus Colosseum or Olympus before I went to bed, and the sun did come up. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, so totally been there. Um, when I was playing uh, Sekiro, uh, Shadows Die Twice, Ooh. which is not an appropriate title for me. Like shadows die a million freaking times, mm. and <laughs> there were so many times. And and like I said, I'm not quite as classy as you. I I I might have I might have actually thrown the controller a few times. And um, like I would go to bed at probably six seven, sometimes eight a.m. frustrated as all hell. Mm-hmm. But when I woke up in the afternoon, I'm like, all right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna freaking do this today, right now. It's happening. And and I eventually I I will be honest, I didn't beat the game. I got to a point where I was like, I just I need a rest. I'm gonna do something else because I'm not happy. You know, when yeah. when when I when I game, I want to be happy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I actually I did get a blog post out of that though. um It's, it's called "Romancing the Football" because I felt like a monkey trying to romance a football <laughs> while I was playing it. I'm like, I'm not this bad a gamer. I know I'm not the greatest gamer, but I'm not this bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was so frustrating, and there were so many times that I just stayed up way too late. Like one oh, no more time, I can do this. I got this, you know. <laughs>
0: so speaking of your um, of your blog so yeah. one thing so i write um so for like i said before old school gamer magazine focuses on retro video games they focus on the older stuff which right. is totally fine and there are ways that i am able to talk about newer stuff because it reminds me of the older stuff right or yeah. it does pertain to the older stuff yeah. i.e my review of panzer paladin a few uh, last year because that's an 8-bit uh mm-hmm. style platformer that came out in the year 2020 right but there have been times and I feel every single writer goes through this. It, either you're a blog writer, you're um, a fiction writer, like the both of us are.
2: Yeah, you know, exactly. like anything,
0: or like any type of writer, the dreaded phrase "writer's block" is where you just can't think of an idea. Do you, Do you have what? Well, how do you deal with writer's block? Because Cause I deal with it in sometimes where I just like, sometimes I sit down and just force myself to write something and then it evolves into something really good. Yeah. Or sometimes air like inspiration just smacks me in front of the face. And I'm like, oh, oh, I can do yeah. something with that. Like, how, how do you deal with it?
1: So, um, in terms of like writing a novel, that is, that that is a marathon and, um, so if I ever hit a wall where I was like, I don't know where to go with this. I don't know what to do with this. I was always fortunate enough to have other writer friends where I was like, okay, this is where I am. And this is where I need to go. I know that, but I can't get there. I can't connect the dots. And I would brainstorm with them. Um, with the Gamer blog, I'm kind of like Dory. I just keep swimming. Like I just keep <laughs> playing until I'm finally like, oh, that. Or, you know, recently uh, with my boyfriend, who's also a gamer, Mm -hmm. um, like we'll, we'll get online and we'll start gaming and he'll start throwing out ideas and I'll start throwing out ideas. And I just, I really think like some of the best ideas come from collaboration. So there's like that whole Hemingway staring down the bull thing. I don't think writers are supposed to be lonely. I think writers Mm -hmm. are supposed to be a community and, you know that's the way I, but the times that i've had writer's block when i'm alone like you said like i'll just sit down and be like all right two thousand words cindy two thousand words you can do two thousand words good or bad you know to heck with it and um sometimes like you said inspiration strikes and other times i'm like all right two thousand i'm gonna go game you know <laughs> <laughs> Just got to keep writing. That's that's the like thing. I, you know, good or bad, I, just keep writing. <laughs> I
0: myself, I will easily say it's like I'm trying to write a thing for OSG, and then I just sit down and I go, I need, so, I need, I got something here. Hold on, let me yeah. take a break. And that break is me going to play games on my Switch or my PS4 or anything. And next thing I know, like five hours go by, and I'm like, oh yeah, i was supposed to finish writing that thing. Oops. <laughs>
1: so totally done that as well (laughs) the nice thing about having my own blog is that you know i'm sort of my own taskmaster. so if i don't get it done today i'll get it done tomorrow but but there is also that you know okay so you set the schedule you have to stick to that schedule if there's no deadline who keeps it you know who keeps you to it and Mm-hmm. That has to be me, so that has its own challenges. <laughs> it's,
0: it's like that own personal because luckily with OSG they kind of um, they kind of let us bloggers just like free reign.
2: Oh, that's cool. That is yeah. Very so when cool. yeah. they
0: when I when I first joined a few years when I joined like a year and a half ago, they said that yeah we try just try to do like at least one article a week. Um, yeah, Because nice. yeah. there have been times where I've missed like I've gone like three weeks without posting anything.
1: Yeah,
0: and. I mean, it's not for lack of like trying, because there have been things that like, were like either I don't have any ideas or just um life itself decides to to pop its ugly head and just screw it up. Yep, yep, and I, yep, yep. De- and I have to deal with it. But then there are times where it's like, hey, I actually you got some good stuff out this I yeah. got like cool, I got a thing up one week, I got a thing up another week, and then maybe I'll wait a week and a half. Well, I mean, with that, it's nice, but also for me, I feel that it's a nice little thing in the back of my head saying, like, hey, don't forget you have to you have this article to, you yeah. have to do this thing. yeah, And that kind of motivates me to write as well. Yeah. So it's, I don't want to call it the homework mentality,
1: <laughs> but it, it kind of is, it is. You know, like, yeah. Like I have reminders set on my phone, WordPress nags me mm-hmm. and, and I do, I, I actually like, and I think you'll understand this as a writer, like you just have this need write. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's maybe not on topic, you can kind of guide it back to the topic. And, and that's one of the cool things about being a writer. Like, I think I switched to you in narrator mode on one of my (laughs) tweets, but that happens sometimes Like, my head. will be like, you know, and then she picked up the dish and set it in the sink. And I'm like, no, we're not narrating. We're doing dishes, you know? (laughs) But yeah, like I think as a writer, we sort of see the world differently and we find inspiration in places that maybe ordinary people don't or maybe we're just a little crazy. I don't know, but... I, I <laughs> definitely
0: do some weird narrating stuff when I'm like doing menial tasks or, or just like doing chores or, or doing dishes. Like I'm cleaning the dishes and I'm like visualizing a trailer for a Gundam movie or something <laughs> or, or just like... Or just like a conversation between two this war-torn city where it's like, <laughs> we need to strike now because then we can end the war. It's like, you are insane? If we strike now, our forces will be lost. No arrogance will be the death of us and I will not have it.
1: <laughs> we are trying to clean the dried Cheerios off the dishes. <laughs> you
0: know I mean? I'm, just, I'm just here just like scrubbing away at the dishes <laughs> That uh, my girlfriend, a roommate used to cook dinner that night. And I'm, just, just like, <laughs> and I'm just like, it's like, oh yeah, well, that's a we're at good war. <laughs> I'm at war with doing menial tasks.
1: Well, yeah, there's always that. I am, yeah. I am always down to procrastinate.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So one of the articles that actually the first article I've read of yours that I also really enjoyed was this, and I've never heard this term before, but I do know what it is about, and that mm-hmm. is when guys, air quote white knight yeah it does happen. i so i have um because whatever i don't really do online video games i do play games online but mostly when i do game online is with my friends it's not with a bunch of strangers i haven't really played i think the the first and only time i played anything with strangers was possibly call of duty on my brother's xbox 360 and this was back way back in like 2006 2007 somewhere around then and of course most of the people i was playing with were guys and maybe once or twice i got one girl player i'm not 100 sure i can't really remember but the term white knight as you say it's like hmm i feel like i've seen this happen before but i can't but i don't really know so
1: so like that, that makes sense yeah it does and and you know what actually even being on the opposite side of it, sometimes it is hard to tell. And I kind of tried to express that in the article
0: mm-hmm.
1: because, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer to RDO because that's the, the Red Down Online. Um, that's the game that I mostly play online.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I usually play by myself because I, I, you know, when I was growing up, when you played with another person, they were in the same room with you. You know, like yeah. <laughs> it was just like that kind of thing. But I do enjoy... Certain online games. And so I'm playing RDO. Now, at this point, I'm like level 202, which is pretty high up. Like, you max out all of your benefits at 100. There's really no reason to go beyond that, except I'm addicted to the game. So, but um, I've got all the good ammo, I've got all the good horses, I've got all the good gear. Like, I am tricked out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I will be in the middle of a gunfight, totally handling my business. And then a guy will like ride up and start like, like, he'll actually get in front of me and start trying to defend me. And I'm like, dude, I so got this. you know? Like, yes. And so part of me is like, is it sexism maybe, or is it, he's just trying to interact or is it this? And and it, you sort of have that question that it's like, well, why are you helping me? And maybe not some of the other players on the map that are male. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's that question, but the flip side of that is also, and I think I expressed this in the article that, you know, maybe they are just trying to play with a female because you get bored with playing with other males or, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe he just saw me as another gamer rushed in was like, oh, cool. There's a fight, you know, Mm -hmm. and like when I play with my boyfriend, he does it because he's like, well,
0: no one's going to touch you. And I'm like, okay, dear, you know, (laughs) Does, so, does your boyfriend accidentally white, oh, I actually, also, I feel, I totally missed, I totally messed up because we haven't really defined what white knighting is. Oh,
1: yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I so I goofed. So, yeah, <laughs>
0: explain the term white knighting for those who may or may not know what it is.
1: So, there's actually two, two cases in which it happens. So... Sometimes it's verbal and sometimes Mm -hmm. it's actually in game, which I've experienced more because I don't I don't chat on video games. I'm extremely shy. Like, I can't believe you convinced me to do this, to be honest. (laughs) Like, I do not chat in game on video games. I just don't. But um, so uh, in terms of what I was expressing, you know, a female will be engaging in a fight and another player, whether he's a higher level or not, will rush in and be like, Oh, I got this. I'm going to back you up. I'm going to help you. Mm -hmm. And you don't need help. And, and that can be annoying. Um, if, you know, again, like I said, if the intentions are not pure, um, and then there's also, again, I'm going to refer to spontaneous. I love her and she'll be totally handling a verbal disagreement with a player. Who's like, go make me a sandwich or can I get some toe picks, you know, mm-hmm. and <laughs> that kind of yeah. thing. And she's totally handling it. And a, and a guy that she doesn't necessarily know will jump in and start defending her. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I'd be like, stop white knighting. Again, I don't really have so much a problem with that version of it. Because, like, I'm going to say it, an asshole's an asshole. And I don't Not really think that there's a problem with anyone of any gender jumping in and being like, dude, you're you're being a dick. you know, but, but, but there are some women that are like, I've got this, you know, and they probably do, but Mm -hmm. yeah, so white knighting is sort of jumping in when a woman doesn't need defense, I guess, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that, because when you, because I read your article about white knighting, I was like, hmm, what's that, and as I was reading it, I was like, oh, I can, especially back when I was younger, and when I would, play because. Unfortunately, when I, as I was growing up in the 90s and the two th- and the in the 2000s, that's like especially the 2000s. That's like my era of growing up.
1: Right, I
0: feel I'm, so I, old. No. <laughs> I'm an 80s <Addis> baby, <laughs> but because I feel especially when online games became a thing and video games even back then were still yeah. very much geared towards a, yeah. it was a predominantly male audience. Like if I it really if was. If I was, yeah. Like if I was online saying I was online playing Call of Duty or something. Right. And I heard a woman's voice. Of course I would like want to latch onto that and be like, I will I mean, you know <laughs> like, I I wouldn't say I was like that sweaty palm nerd who, who <laughs>
1: like it's a girl, you know. Was like, oh my god, a
0: lady. <laughs> but even when I was in high school, I knew girls who played video games, but they right. didn't really play online multiplayer games. They were playing right. Final Fantasy, they were right. playing JRPGs, they were watching right. anime. Yeah. and I was talking to them, but when once we went home, we wouldn't meet up online because we would just they would be playing they'd be playing Final Fantasy twelve. I would be playing Kingdom Hearts for the fifth time in a row. Yeah, yeah so, we didn't I- have, so unfortunately that so unfortunately we wouldn't be able to talk, but still, just like knowing that there are people who play games or like females who play games, and also the kind of type of games I would play, it was just like ah, oh, this is nice. I finally have someone to talk to.
1: Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I I think I did make that that point, you know, in in my blog, I probably used an an elegant term. But um, like, I think sometimes guys get tired of the sausage fest, you know, it's just they just want to talk to a female who can intelligently converse about games. And and that's okay. Like, that's cool. But if you legitimately think I need your help, you know, like, that's the kind of, like that's where the boundary is. It's like, yeah. you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Although I, de- I, de- I don't think I white knighted, but I definitely was a very bad backseat gamer once. So <laughs> one of my close friends, she came over and I just got Kingdom Hearts 2.8 mm-hmm. Final Chapter Prologue. And I was playing through. Um, so I was playing it through and she came over because she never played Kingdom Hearts before and she wanted to play it.
2: Right. So.
0: So that's the one I had. I didn't have 1.5, 2.5. That hasn't come out yet for the, the combo for the PS4 hasn't come right. out yet. So I let her play. And I'm telling, essentially, I'm t- trying to tell her how to play the game while she's playing the but, game. And then, and I she's mean, like,
2: I, yeah. stop telling me what
1: to do. I was like, this is not <laughs> to make the boss <laughs> I'm just trying yourself. to help. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so I should just like, just kept quiet and just like helped her, like, hey, go that direction.
1: Right. Yeah. But you know, like, again, like I said, I think it it's where, the, the impetus comes from and mm-hmm. you were just trying to help. So that, yeah. that's, you know, but it, it's funny because so on RDO, I am a vastly higher level than my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So what I do to him, he calls white queening <laughs> and I'll come in, you know, with the Springfield rifle and the explosive ammo. And I'm like, I got you, babe, you know? And uh, so, but so I, you know, it, it's, it's 2021 we can admit that when queening happens um mm-hmm. and then when we play on uh elder scrolls online um mm-hmm. he was a higher level but i get a little competitive and i caught up okay um <laughs> it was like you got to go to work i don't
0: you know <laughs> do you so um you and your boyfriend do you guys play co-op games together because i assume you guys you live you live in different uh, houses so you have to play online Do you like play co-op games whenever you can, like on the couch co-op? You do?
1: Well, yeah. So we actually live in totally different states. Um, And that's, it's kind of an interesting story. I don't know if we want to go into it, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) but yeah. So I am in Kansas right now visiting Mm -hmm. him. He came to visit me in West Virginia um, about, I'm on
0: Country the road. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The no, it's end. okay.
1: That is everywhere in West Virginia. Which well, is I, I'm not even from West Virginia, but you know.
0: were, when did that song come out? When it was, was, was it written? John Denver. I want to say it was in the
1: 70s. I do want to say that was in the 70s too.
0: Yeah. But I feel like that song just blew up. I want to say it was Kingsman to well, The Golden Circle, when Merlin sang that song, <laughs> yes, right before the yes, Spoils, yeah. for, Kings, Spoils <laughs> for Kingsman movie. Um, so if you don't want to listen, just like skip ahead for a few seconds. Uh, when Merlin dies, which is very, yeah. very sad. It is. And they it sing is. Country Road. And I, I feel like, no, they even put it in Alien Covenant. That came out years prior.
1: Yeah. It's, oh, my gosh. Well, it blew up because West Virginia has now adopted that as their anthem. Makes sense. And, I was on hold with DMV for an hour listening Mm -hmm. to that song on repeat. And I'm like, I do like this song, but... I'm gonna shoot myself if someone doesn't <laughs> pick up the phone, please.
0: So it was just constantly uh, country roads. Just it was playing. on a loop.
1: Oh. It was on a loop. Yeah, oh, if you no. call DMV, yeah, in in West Virginia, that is that is all you will hear.
0: <laughs> oh no! <I'm, laughs> I know. Had I Cali- known that,
1: I might not have bought the house in West Virginia. I'm just well, saying.
0: <laughs> I, I live out in Southern California, and I'm just glad that um, you don't know, constantly because I mean my experience with the dmv i just go to the dmv i'm thinking like if i'm on hold with these bastards i'm never gonna i'm never gonna (laughs) work with them ever again i just like i just like either go set up an appointment and go to the dmv or luckily we have like these little these humble brag for california sorry uh these like little (laughs) dmv kiosks they're like sprinkled a little bit that would
1: be lovely but yeah Yeah. funny
0: funny enough i need to go to one before my trip this friday (laughs) <laughs> uh, cause I, my registration came up and I need to register my car, re-register my car for the upcoming year. And that's gonna, it, it's gonna hurt my wallet, but it's still, at least there, I know where there's a kiosk where I can get yeah. to. I don't have to pay online. I don't have to do all that BS. I could just like go yes. to the thing, scan my paper, swipe my card, and then I get my sticker immediately.
1: Nice. Yeah. No, West Virginia is definitely not that sophisticated and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bagging on West Virginia. I actually love being there, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, no, it's a little, it's a little simpler way of life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but is so you're, so, um, co-op once again, tangents games with your boyfriend co-op.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, so we, we have attempted it, um, from time to time, but in in general when we're together gaming is not maybe the priority
0: <laughs> I, do, I wonder why especially since you two live in different states yeah so i would yeah. i would easily assume that when you get together that's not the first thing that comes to mind
1: well you know uh sometimes we make it interesting but yeah no it's not <laughs> it's like it's your turn now you know <laughs> sorry pg-13 anyway <laughs>
0: Let's just say some new material for the Steamy <laughs> road man oh, was maybe popping up. Remember? Actually
1: I might be writing a new book. Um...
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got cool. you, yes. No.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it was <laughs>
1: <laughs> But no, no, actually, um we do play we play games together as often as we can. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we parallel play, sometimes we co-op play, and, and if absolutely necessary, we, we play online. And And that's one of the cool ways uh, that we get to connect because, mm-hmm. you know, he's also an author,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, but he writes vastly different material than I do, or did, or maybe do again, I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, it was one of the ways that that we got to know each other. And awesome. so, yeah, it's, it's been this really interesting journey that if I, if, if I'm honest, actually started on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm that person. No,
0: Oh <laughs> uh, no, no. I met my girlfriend through a dating app and we've been together for over seven years. So awesome.
1: yeah, that gives me yeah. hope. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, hey, weirder things have happened.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing we keep talking about. We're like, what are the freaking odds? You know, like I, I, I got on Twitter to promote myself professionally, and that's how it started out. <laughs> but, you know, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so it's, yeah, we do game a lot together, and he's an avid gamer. He's, like, old school, you know, World of Warcraft Ooh. kind of, yeah, you know. He's he's all about the sort of PC and online gaming, and and I'm mm. stuck on my console. I I like my PS4. I would like a PS5, but you know.
0: Oh, trust me, you're not the only. I would love <sighs> a PS5 as well, oh, but. God, uh, I know. Well, really, it's not just the fact. It's not that I can't find one. It's more that my bank account says i no.
1: not. I and I'm not paying a scalper. I'm sorry. I'm oh, not no. doing it. You know, I am oh, gonna no. wait until I can buy one in a, an appropriate and legal setting. You know, it's yeah. just.
0: Yeah, well, also, once I when I finally get my PS Five. I'm not just going to get the PS5 because I'm going to drop some money. I'm pretty sure when I do get it, I'm probably going to drop maybe 800 to maybe $1,000 on the whole thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And it's not just because I don't want just the console itself and one game because it's going to be the console, a few games, right? Um, a headset, a camera, because I'm also trying to get into streaming more because I can stream through my PS4 right now. Right. But I unfortunately, I don't have a camera set up, so you can't see me. So if you do follow yeah, me, that's, would, yeah Twitter, Yeah so so if any says like hey i didn't know ben has a twitch i have a twitch i am never i actually
1: didn't know that you had a twitch so i don't really know like i I because i try to support my you know gamers unite friends on twitch and as often as i can i go on and i chat and yeah absolutely
0: i i my twitch because unfortunately, with my work schedule, it's very right. hard for me to stream. Because yeah. if I were to stream, I would be streaming at 1 o'clock or like 1.30 in the morning US or um, Pacific Standard. Yeah. I mean, yes, because a lot of my followers or a lot of people whom I do follow who follow me back, they're Wait. either in Australia or they're in Europe.
1: You know, I've found a lot of support from those communities as well. Mm. And I'm going to give a little shout out to at Colonel Falcon. Yeah. And also at the top loader those those guys yeah
0: like <laughs> so, uh top of course top loader was on the show before how's it he going was. yeah i definitely need to get him back in and also when and also um future host um or future guest on the show um Ali size she's gonna be coming on she's also down from australia
1: oh awesome
0: yeah I've, i got her to i got her to um come on we're gonna be recording that later this week and so sorry if awesome. you can hear stuff it's stuff uh stuff my roommates downstairs watching tv but um, <laughs> but yeah, just I could not. But be- going back way back to the beginning of ha- of falling into these communities on Twitter, yeah. Australia, Europe. Um, I mean, obviously, I know they have these games. I'm I'm a bit right. of a retro video game buff. I love learning yeah. about history of video games. That's right. one of the books I'm trying to write. Is about. I know. Video games. I
1: remember you you telling me about it. It sounds so freaking cool. Like thank you. Because I've played, I actually had an original Atari. Like, I played, mm-hmm. you know, Super Nintendo. Like, it's it, it's it been a really interesting journey. And it's awesome of you to, you know, chronicle that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but just, like, going into these, because obviously I know the world has gotten these consoles. It's not just strictly right. Japan, yeah. United yeah. States. <laughs> yeah. But seeing how, like, I love how just, like, looking into the history and seeing the differences, Um mm-hmm. Shout out to Mike author, Mike Diver. He was one of my first inter- my first international guests I've ever had on this show. Oh, cool. He wrote a book called uh, "Retro Gaming: A Byte Spelled Byte Size, mm-hmm. History of Video Games," and just listening to all the stuff he was um, writing about and talking about how. The the genesis here in America was and the advertising here was different compared to Europe because obviously Europe was I like imagine yeah because yeah. Europe was still because Sega of Europe I want to say they are still trying to be like hey we're the cool kid because that was Sega's whole marketing ploy here in America
1: is right. that if
0: you were the cool kid you yeah. played Sega yeah. if you were a kid <laughs> you played the Nintendo right I mean I'm obviously it's still
1: somewhat kind of like
0: that in a way yeah, I, I, still but, have, yeah. I still have I still have I mean I, this is it, it's his fault. As I'm pointing to my <laughs> audio, audio listeners, if you're wondering, I'm pointing to my Sonic the Hedgehog 2 GameStop <laughs> that I have because it's not because you know if you listen to this show, if you listen to Fake Nerd Podcast, my main podcast, you all know Sonic is the he's on my shirt for crying out loud. Yeah.
1: Well, and so, you wrote you know when when a boy met a hedgehog. Yeah. Right? Is that, I got the title right?
0: Uh- <laughs> when a, boy met a hedgehog. Yes. Was for a uh, that article is for Sonic's 30th anniversary. That's yeah. essentially how I got into Sonic the Hedgehog because. Yeah. I got into Sonic um, as a year old. When I, when when uh, I was less than a year old, when his game officially came to the Genesis, but somehow, some way, I must have saw a commercial somewhere, and I latched on to Sonic, and I've never let go. And it's his mm-hmm. fault. Yeah, I he was. <laughs> and that was the flashpoint event that got me into video games. That got me into JRPGs. That got yeah. me. into, It's all because of him.
1: Yeah. Well, you know it that's okay. That is okay. I actually, my, mine is a much older reference. Um, but so back in, I'm going to date myself, uh, 79, mm-hmm. my dad brought home Pong. Oh,
0: like a home Pong console? Yes. Oh, that's And nice. my
1: brother and I were hooked. Like my mom was like, get, go outside. And I'm like, we're playing Pong, you know, and that, I mean, and it's a stupid dot just <laughs> bouncing yeah. across the TV screen. We could uh-huh. have gone outside to play tennis, but no, we, we were just fascinated that we could actually, and it had the little turn wheel paddle and everything. Like it was so cool. And we thought we were so awesome, but yeah, like that started it, that started it for me. And I was like, I like sitting in air conditioning and playing these games, you
0: know. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Me and uh, me growing up. Okay, so okay, so YouTube listeners and audio listeners, if you notice a weird cut, um, technical things. So the, the way we stream, so not to like to, totally peep back to her, is that when we we use this website, StreamYard, to record our YouTube videos and also our um our interviews and stuff remotely this, essentially this is the site we use for all our quarantine casts um apparently one of my other co-hosts had a <laughs> dream scheduled and he was wondering if he can like pop in and if we can like use because we use the same you know it's likely hey, for us it's a universal password sort of thing yeah,
1: uh, yeah so yeah.
0: it's so it's linked to his thing and then we're able to go into his thing so it's one of those so yeah so if you notice a weird cut that's why there. no
1: one's fault it just happened you know Nope, no one's fault yeah, he, exactly yeah, that. He it was, and it was so nice to meet brandon so you know yeah, it's, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it, um he has something scheduled i have some scheduled we're like maybe we can do it and yeah. it's like ah no we gotta no <laughs> so the thing to talk about for future so anyways you were talking about bringing home pong. yes
1: yes my dad brought it home it was state-of-the-art back then mm-hmm. and um yeah my 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 brother and i were fascinated with it and mm-hmm. you know again just that little white ball bouncing across the screen but you could Scroll. play yeah, yeah it was it was not sophisticated thinking back but back then it was and
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know and like i said i got to to play a game indoors in air conditioning which is always my friend so right. yeah i was i was absolutely like i am all about this and then mm-hmm. and then we got an atari and you, know, you got frogger pac-man donkey kong like it was it was
0: over game over i was yeah. like
1: i love this you know yeah
0: well that's cool because i love looking back at that era of video games specific so one of the eras of video games that i am very interested in i could you, know, you can make a hundred books about it and i would just sit love to sit down and read all of it in one go is what happened prior and during the crash of 1983. I know it's i know a t 3 l with a lot of gamers um it's just, it's just like this big guillotine hanging over the head it's like because <laughs> oh no, that, essentially that's when the american video game market almost died yeah you got yeah. a bunch of very poorly made games you got a bunch of you systems did. out during that time and people didn't know what which game worked for what it's not yeah. like today or even in the in the 80s where if you walk into a store you knew what game the system was, or yes, maybe sure. not with the NES because early NES titles are still kind of hard. They, I mean, they say Nintendo Entertainment System, but it's still small. It's not right. like, say, the PlayStations or the Super NES or the, or the Genesis, where right. it blatantly, brazenly says what console the game is for. Right.
1: Yeah. No, I, I mean, like, I think video games back then were just sort of the wild, wild west you know mm-hmm. and you just had so many options none of them were compatible what's cool about today is that you know you can play most of the titles on most of the consoles like yes yeah. i know nintendo has their own niche and you know sony entertainment has like you know god of war you know 2 that you're you're not going to be able to play on an Which xbox but you know
0: god of war is amazing by the way if you have a uh, ps4 yes. highly that, is, that was like yes. my game of the yes. last console we did a if the listeners, if you want to go back a, a few months, myself, Brandon, Sparks, and Ryan, we did an episode where the main topic was we talked about the previous generation of video games because the PS5 was coming out, the Xbox right. Series X was coming out. So we talked about the previous generation and like the highs, the lows, and all the good stuff. And the my game of the generation was God of War.
1: Was it? Yeah, or I what? you know what I did I loved <laughs> that game. I'm gonna I'm gonna shame admit something. I That's had I had to reduce it to easy. I did
2: (laughs) because
1: it's like
2: like fighting the
1: harpies, fighting oh the Valkyries or the Valkyries. I'm sorry, the Valkyries. Oh my god, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm because I usually I'll I'll put a game on normal if it's not challenging enough, I'll bump it up to hard. That one, I'm like, no, um, I'm (laughs) bumping this down to easy because.
0: I mean, so just to be clear to anyone watching or listening to this, we do not judge people. No, on no, 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 yeah, no, 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 they play. no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. You want to play on easy, yeah, you absolutely, go ahead and play no, on No, you're easy. right
1: at, you're right. 100% right about that. It's just mm-hmm. a standard I have for myself, and that has nothing to do. Like, I so wished that Bloodborne, and, and I'm not going to bring that up, because I know it's a sensitive topic, but... No, no, bring up Bloodborne. I love
0: Bloodborne. <laughs> Go ahead. you am no, saying, like, what I'm saying, like, Cindy, you're not going to hear any arguments from me, because I 100% get it. I but, tried playing Critical Mode, and I tried replaying Kingdom Hearts 3 on Critical Mode once that patch came in. I, I'm, i no. I don't want to yeah. do it. I already <laughs> keep the game I played it. I still, I love it, and I didn't. I'm not gonna go through. I'm not gonna put myself through that. I'm like, I don't need to to prove myself to anyone. Exactly. I enjoyed the story. I played it. I'm just no. I'm done. I'm done. So and
1: and that was a choice that I made on God of War too. Like like you said, I'm not. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I'm not trying to be a competitive gamer. I'm not that person. In fact, sometimes I consider myself fairly average and that's fine. And, and I, and I guess that's the point of, that I'm making. The only reason I said I shame admit it is because usually I can cope with normal, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, there are times and it is perfectly okay that you gotta be like, if I'm going to enjoy this, I gotta, I, I gotta bump it down a notch. Um, but yeah. Like I know it. there's a big controversy, you know, like, that there are no difficulty levels for I think Bloodborne
0: uh Sekiro and you know Dark, other uh, it, yeah the are from, from software games yeah exactly Dark Souls, Bloodborne and Sekiro they're from soft yeah. games yeah and you're, you're right there is no um air quotes difficulty saying because those yeah. games are are hard I've played and beaten both Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne but yeah. as some people <laughs> may or as some people may or may luckily I've, I've not had this conversation on Twitter I've not had anyone attack me for this thank God but i did play those games co-op with my brother. Yeah. Those are Blood Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne are his favorite games. Yeah. And he essentially gifted me those games because he wanted me to enjoy them and play them and now i absolutely love those games. One of the reasons why and they're great games, they are. One of the reasons why I cannot wait to get a PS5 is because he has a PS5 <laughs> and Demon Souls, and you can co-op Demon Souls. Right, That's what I want to do.
1: Yeah, you're gonna co-op it. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna co-op Demon Souls because co oping those games, I feel is to me is a lot is so much more fun. Even though yeah. I have to go through like certain levels twice because we go through on his side and then we go through on my side. Right. But the way we play them is that he helps me like navigate through the areas like oh yeah i already did this this is how you find it or and we we go through the motions together yeah and it's i see more as a bonding experience because i mean honestly my brother and i we played games when we were growing up but then there was a moment in time specifically puberty that (laughs) when we were getting hit that video games were more of a he was more of like the dude bros. Like he only played the popular games, the ones that right. everyone knew about, like the the right. FPSs, the GTAs. Whereas when I was trying to play the Final Fantasies and the Kingdom Hearts, they I was, I was kind of like looked down on. It's like, oh, you like those games? No, like, <laughs> oh, no. It, it was that's of,
1: that's a of, whole other. Th- topic you know like, yeah, no, the, you should not be shamed for whatever game you want to play
0: i mean of course we were growing up we didn't know better and this was still right um, yeah. like, unfortunately i love now i love final fantasy yeah. i can't say i have always loved final fantasy because growing up there was a time where i was looked at something like final fantasy and said oh those games suck they're boring because yeah. it's turn-based yeah. and yet in the same breath i'm playing pokemon which is Almost the exact same yeah. battle battle setup. It's a turn-based yeah. RPG, but it's the popular one, and everyone loves it.
1: Right. Well, I think I think we all kind of fall into that trap where you sort of get sucked into what's popular as to mm-hmm. as opposed to what you actually like, you know. And um, I mean, that even happened back in the eighties. Like, I I will I will admit that I wasn't necessarily like a Donkey Kong fan. Mm -hmm. i do love super mario brothers and and the Mm -hmm. stuff that stemmed out of that but i didn't really love donkey kong i played it because my friends played it Mm -hmm. you know um i actually my my jam on atari was defender i i i would stay up all night to flip because you could flip the uh the points counter at one point in in you know in video game history like you went back to zero you know (laughs) And, and there was a certain and there was no like you know capture there was no streaming you just sort of had to be like, I totally did it, you know, <laughs> but there was a certain amount of bragging rights for that. But yeah, like nobody played Defender. I was the only one that with my little spaceship and my joystick, you know, but, but yeah. So th- I think there's always that sort of pressure as a gamer to play what's popular versus what you actually like, you know?
0: You know, it kinda, especially with, because you're, you're modern and you're also a retro gamer, correct? Yes, yes. I feel that's also the same with a bunch of amazing retro tiles, like going back to or very earlier in the episode with Mario sixty four. Yeah, because um, I never played Mario sixty four. I had an N sixty four when I was a kid. Unfortunately, that's gone. I've told that story a million times. I'm not gonna go into it again. <laughs> uh, and but I didn't want an N sixty four to play Mario. I wanted an N sixty four to play Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> I wanted an N sixty four to play Mario Kart. Nice though. I, so, I of course, mean. Yeah so of course like when years later and I'm talking to my friends and they're like oh yeah just like Mario 64 and when I say the words oh yeah I when I used to say the words oh yeah I never played Mario 64 almost every time without fail full stop gl- my friends are glaring <laughs> at me and they're like what do you mean you never played Mario 64 like, no, I never played it He's like then you had an N64 I was like yeah but I didn't have Mario I had my Kart. <laughs> I had uh, I had Smash Bros and they're just like, but Ben, that's like one of the best games ever. I was like, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. My, priorities My, were apologies. On... <laughs> My priorities were on other games for the systems. Yeah. Guys, give me a yeah. break and now. And so now I'm playing it. And I mean, yes, it's an amazing game. Did I have a good time? Yes. Did I always have a good time? No. Because it's one of those things it's like it's like, yes, everyone else loves this game. And I do feel that there's like me criticizing it, even though I've only played it the one time, and it's years after the hot, hi- after the hype and the and yeah. the, like the emotional high of it all, I can st- I can I feel like if I were to criticize it, like hardcore criticize it, <laughs> the people would come after me for it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, then no. you know, we also,
0: but then then of course other people who who maybe will will take the nostalgia goggles off, like who did replay yeah. it after they played it for over twenty some years. They're like, oh yeah, maybe this isn't as good as I remember. Because right. I understand if, if it's your favorite game, if if Mario sixty four was the game that got you into video gaming, yeah, that is awesome. Right. And I'm not when I do criticize the yeah. game because I am, am going to criticize it quite a bit. I criticize it before <laughs> I'll do it again in my article, but I hope that with my criticisms, it doesn't take away of people's enjoyment of this game. Because I know there's yeah. games that I absolutely love that I grew up with. that If I were to go back to, they probably they won't hold up. Yeah.
1: No. I you know I actually had a somewhat modern version of that um so one summer i played um batman arkham knight okay okay loved that game like i i practically well you don't platinum in xbox i can't remember what but you get the achievements and Mm -hmm. just practically had every freaking achievement in -hmm. that game loved it so i was sort of in i call it a game hole where i'm Mm -hmm. like i have nothing new to play I don't want to play anything I have. But, you know, so I was like, well, let me go ahead and get it for the PS4. And I got it for the PS4 and I started playing it again. I'm like, I don't remember it being this crappy. You know, just <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's a great game. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it, it was just like, I was like, I remember loving it. But I think kind of like you were talking about with your brother, I think it was the camaraderie with my son yeah. that made it great. And I remembered it that way, and then I went back to play it alone, and I'm like, not enjoying it as much the second time, you know? Yeah. So I think I think that happens. It absolutely well, happens.
0: If you're jonesing for some more really good Batman games, may I highly recommend Batman Return to Arkham. It's an HD oh. version, or it's like the, a remastered version, even though it, it, they came out on the PS3 a generation prior. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum and Batman Arkham City. Arkham City, I would argue, is the best of the three, but asylum is still an amazing title. It like uh, yeah, like Arkham Knight, you have Kevin Conroy as Batman and Mark Hamill as the Joker, which yeah. you can never go wrong.
1: No, no. I mean, I, I've actually I have played um, the three original uh, oh, or okay. the Arkham games, but I don't know. Like I said, I think that one just had a. Spe- it's not the best of the the titles, but that one had a special place in my heart because I played it with my son. We played mm-hmm. it like all summer. And it was awesome. And I remember it as being awesome. And then I went back and played it and I'm like, hmm, maybe not so yeah. much, you know? And so I think, but and that's the other thing I try to explore in my blog is that that emotion in gaming, because mm-hmm. there is a lot of emotion in gaming. And I don't think that non-gamers understand that so much.
2: Right.
1: You know, that the, the, the passion, that adrenaline, that dopamine, that everything that you're getting from that game, it's, it's something special and important mm-hmm to us, anyway, you know? <laughs> and yeah. non-gamers are, like, are are you still playing? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't judge me. Yeah,
0: because when I got, so I got all 120 stars. Yes. In Mario 64. I know, I feel like maybe that might be like the first game I truly completed 100%. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I'm not, I don't call myself a completionist. I just know that. I'm, not, no, that, I'm totally not. i just say, I know that Yoshi's. I mean, there are some things I will go for and I will strive for. Right. Like in, um, when I played Breath of the Wild, I there's no way in hell I was gonna find all 900 Korok seeds. You couldn't even yeah. pay me to get all. Seats. <laughs> yeah.
1: There are some things that I'm like, I am not doing it. Life is too short. You or know? maybe,
0: <laughs> or maybe you could pay me. It just, it just had to be a very high number. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: There.
0: But for um, Breath of the Wild. I wanted to get all 120 shrines. And I did. I got all 120 awesome. shrines. I maxed up my health, my stamina, or as hmm. high as they can go. Right. And I got the um and I got the the gown of the wild that they're not the gown, like the the, the clothes, the, the yeah. clothes that you get, which is supposed to be an homage to the original Legend of Zelda. Right. Which I find that as an homage to the original, because that's what this game is. It's a it's a it's like you do the tutorial and then go. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's essentially it's Spartan kicks you off the platform yeah. once you get just, the boom. once you get yeah. the glider, it's like do whatever you want. <laughs> and that's why I love and normally with open world games like with Grand Theft Auto, because I have played Grand Theft Auto uh yeah. GTA 5. That's oh, the yeah. only one I that's the only one I ever played to finish the storyline. I tried San Andreas like three times, couldn't get into it. I tried Vice City. I couldn't get
1: into yeah. I, I couldn't get well, Vice City, I, I did play, uh, I got to the end of the story, but yeah, it was sort of it was work, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, cause my brother, he loved Vice City and San Andreas. Like he was when after I he got. I didn't I yeah. didn't
1: finish San Andreas, no, no.
0: Yeah. Like when he got Grand Theft Auto Vice City, the one thing about Vice City, I would sit to because I would like sit down and watch him play. And yeah. by sitting down watching him play, I would keep nagging him to hurry up and get off the PS2 so I could yeah. play like yeah. that. We only had the one console.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, but, there's that. <laughs> yeah.
0: But of course, when he would like hijack a car and he would drive around by City, we would always set yeah. to V Rock and we would just there are times I would remember we would just like we would just like sit, he would just park the car with the car on and just go through the radio playlist. Yeah, because because arguably the V Rock station in GTA 5 City had some of the best tracks.
1: You know what, GTA, GTA in games. general, like the the music that you can play in the car is awesome. Even in GTA Five, it's just like I just flip through sometimes and just listen to the tunes because I'm like, you know what, I've never actually heard that song. That's an awesome mm-hmm. song. <laughs> you know, like yeah. they the Rockstar does a, a very good job with their their setlist. They do. on those games. Yeah.
0: Also, big props because in GTA V, um, of course, the rock station. Because I'm my favorite genre of music is rock and roll. I'm a big I'm a big rock guy. That's what I grew up with.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, in GTA V, they had Kenny Loggins as the DJ.
1: Oh, did I see? I did not know that. but yeah. That is that is awesome. Yeah. They had, like
0: they had Kenny Loggins as the DJ. I'm like, oh, that is rad.
1: Yeah. Like I'm, the attention to detail that Rockstar pays like you can say whatever you want to about rockstar but they do have this attention to detail that i Mm -hmm. think that's that's what makes them a little bit special you know they 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 do also like to give their fans the finger sometimes but
0: (laughs) let's let's see the playstation 2 had three grand theft autos yeah grand theft auto 3 vice city and san andreas whereas The PlayStation, whereas Grand Theft Auto 5 has three Playstations, the three, the four, and the five.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like, and, and I love GTA 5. Don't get me wrong. You know, I've played that game through twice now. Uh, once on the Xbox, once on the PS4. I tried the online version, wasn't a fan. But, um, yeah, it's, and, and even with Red Dead, don't get me started on the Blood Money update. I wanted so much to like it but they yeah they just sort of give you that like well here's your drip feed for the next three months you know and it's just like it it wasn't all that and so sometimes I feel like Rockstar doesn't love us as much as we love them Mm -hmm. but you know they they do have this just incredible attention to detail that Mm -hmm. that that's what sucks you in you know
0: yeah I remember when we my, my brother got Red Dead Redemption the first one we were like we were taking turns like i would yeah. watch him do a few missions then he would give me the controller i would do the same missions he did but unfortunately i never actually completed the game and when oh, okay. red dead redemption 2 was coming out i was excited but i still i didn't get it now yeah. it, it's weird because rockstar games especially with like red dead redemption i think red dead redemption is a, a kick-ass idea you're right. a cowboy at the turn of the century yeah. where the old west is dying and you are clinging on to a bygone age um yeah. on the, on our main podcast, we just read a book by um, Ed Rubaker called Pulp, which is really good, which is about a cowboy in the 1930s who's old, who lived through. great right, right. all he of this stuff. Yeah. He saw the world changing. It's a really good story. I highly recommend it. But just playing that game is like, man, this is awesome. But once again, it's one of those things where I put the controller down and then I picked a different game. I got sucked into that game. And then Red Dead just yeah. got wafted by the wayside.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've totally done that with, with other games. And I think, I I think with Red Dead Redemption 2, what sucked me in the most about that was that it was the prequel. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sort of looking for that setup, like, okay, what, what led to this? What's, what's going on? And of course, like, okay, I do have a massive crush on Arthur Morgan. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just gonna put it out there, you know, sure. like Arthur Morgan's my boy. But um, it, there was just something about the way that that story was crafted that then leads into, you know, the actual, you know, Red Dead Redemption story that, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, just Rockstar, they, they have such talented writers. Like that would be my dream job, like writing mm-hmm. a video game because, yeah. Like I've, there are so many video games that I'm like, Oh my God, yes. You know, like that storyline, that plotline is awesome. And I don't, you know, I don't know if other gamers feel that way about it, but I, I mm-hmm. always look at the story arc, you know, I'm like, okay, we've got, we've got our black point here. You know, <laughs> we've got, we've got the tension building. And I definitely appreciate the way that RDR2 sort of seamlessly like, okay, that's, that's what the motivation was. Okay.
0: What would you say is, like off the top of your head, and you don't have to name one, you can name like a bunch, what are some of the games that you have played that in your opinion are some of the best written?
1: Best written, okay. I would, uh, off the top of my head, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Very much enjoyed the story on that one. In fact, I enjoyed it more than I expected to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm also going to give a shout out to Days Gone. I know a Ooh. lot of people hate that game. I'm not sure why it does start off. It, it's slow. It, you know, there, mm-hmm. there are moments where you're like, okay, but I think it, it, it they're doing that slow burn.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that as a writer, maybe I appreciated that a little more because I'm like, they're building, they have to be building to something, you know? Right. And, and I had some patience with that. Um, let's see. Oh, I mean the Witcher three, but, those were originally books, so I think you know they kind of had you know they had a they had the guide. They were like, okay, well, this
0: is how I this don't know because Witcher, everyone keeps talking about how Witcher three because they're like, oh, what was first, the game or the book? Obviously, the book was first, right? But I know that Witcher because I have, funny enough, I bought Witcher three. It was a digital sale. It was like ten bucks, so of course I got it. Funny enough, uh, it was on sale. Ryan, my one of my co-hosts on Fake Nerds, okay. he sent me uh, a picture of it on sale and said, if you do not buy this game, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> which i bought pressure, but you know <laughs> but i haven't played it yet it's on my hard oh, drive it's rated, yeah i know i haven't played i'm it gonna
1: yet. have to disconnect now no i'm playing no, um, it's no. Because oh, i know how God.
0: long of the game. God. i know how long it, it is, is and it, i know
1: it's a time suck but it's not a time suck that you will regret it, it is it is so i mean okay another man crush of mine Geralt. um Oh my God, like, and I'm not even talking like the Henry Cavill version, we won't go into that, but, but just the actual video game character. No, um, I'll be honest, like when I first started playing it, I'm like, I'm not feeling it. And it took me probably maybe 10 or 15 hours before I was like, oh, okay, okay. But the story is so amazing. So they do all of this interconnected stuff mm-hmm. that, um, <laughs> So like you'll do a mission over here and then do another one over here and suddenly find out that both of those connect and as a writer i'm like oh my god you know like that, that i didn't see that coming and so yeah actually if, if i'm gonna pick a story game that the story most impressed me it would be the witcher
0: 3. it would okay yeah so my list will obviously change when I finally do play The Witcher 3 or play any of these games or play any games. Or you like,
1: might be like, Cindy, you're crazy. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not,
0: I'm not, you will never hear The only time you will ever hear me say, Cindy, you're crazy, is if you tell me a, an idea that is just way out there.
1: <laughs> well, which is not um, outside the realm of possibility. But anyway, yeah. no. <laughs>
0: yeah. For me, in, in more, most recent memory, one of the games that I felt like had some of the best writing I've ever experienced is 2018 God of War because it's not just um, what, how the story progresses, right. but when you finally find Mimir and he's on your shoulder, he's on your belt and you're going yeah. through the Lake of Nine, yeah. the yeah. stories Mimir tells you and just everything that he has about Norse mythology and all the and the details of the gods and his experiences yeah. with everything. I am just so enraptured in it. And also no, I'll give
1: you that one. Yeah, no, I mean,
0: absolutely. that's, I feel like with Mimir's story is just a little cheery on top because yeah. there were times I had I got to my spot that I needed to go to in the Lake of Nine, but Mimir was still talking and I'm like, I'm not gonna get off the boat. I'm gonna yeah. listen. <laughs> and then when he was done, then that's when I got out of the boat. Yeah. And but you also have the the this the, the storyline between Kratos and Atreus. Yes. And just list and just watching that dynamic eventually. Yeah, block, that-
1: I, I, no, I'll give you that one. That one would probably be at least top five for me because the opening scene sucked me in so much that mm-hmm. I was like, I need to play this game. No. <laughs>
0: uh, so you have played it, right?
1: I have, yes. yes okay, yes.
0: yeah. So uh, anyways, spoilers for God of War 2018. If you haven't played it yet, just skip ahead. Um, one of my favorite scenes is when Kratos gets the blaze of chaos. Yeah, He goes back to his house you see the ghost, the ghost of Athena. Yeah. And then he takes the sword. He takes the blades out, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it was easy. I feel because I was trying to find, I was trying to solve a puzzle, and I couldn't really solve it. So I went to YouTube to get some help, and then I'm like, "Okay, so that's how you do it." But yeah. then I saw like the swords on the on his because like, how do I kill this bramble? And I'm like, "Oh crap! I just spoiled them with the blades of chaos." <laughs> I mean, I knew you get them, but right. how did you got them? Right, it was not spoiled. That part wasn't spoiled for me by my own um, ignorance of trying to um, look ahead and see how do I get this treasure chest that I really want to get. Right, <laughs> the way Kratos got the Blades of Chaos and the line of what Athena goes, "You will always be a monster," and Kratos go, "Yes."
1: <laughs> I know his voice was ama- or is amazing. Like
0: Christopher, like- I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Christopher Judge. If it's not yes. Christopher Judge, I, yeah, Christopher Judge. Boyan goes. In your monster <laughs> I'm just like,
1: yeah, Oh, speaking of boat. which, speaking of which, you owe me a, a Barbosa imitation.
0: Let's <laughs> start believing in ghost stories, Miss Japs. You're in one. Nice. <laughs> Quick callback um, when Cindy and I were DMing each other and talking about coming on the show, I, t- I told her I used to do a good Barbosa impression from Pirates of the Caribbean back in the day. And but you did
1: a Skeletor that was awfully, awfully freaking skeleton. impressive. Yes, ah,
0: yes, Skeletor,
1: <laughs> I will get you,
0: he man. <laughs> I don't want to feel good. I want to feel evil. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the new he-man show i haven't seen masters of universe revelation yet but, i haven't um, either
1: i haven't but, I... But, no, but, anyways,
0: yeah but besides that um yeah just that scene so besides god of war yeah um i'm trying to think because i know god of war is the one that sticks out to me is because the story mm-hmm. was like impressive it was beautiful yes. another um game i would say is well written probably not one of my favorites is final Fantasy 15. The story is a little bit, and I'm not saying Final Fantasy 15 is well-written because of the story. Whereas I enjoy the story, the story kind of, like, tears off a little bit, especially at the end. It's not that, but it's the interactions and the dialogue between the main character, Noctis, and his three friends, Prompto, Gladius, and Ignis.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just those interactions, and between these four friends is just so is one of the best things about the game I, I enjoy the game for the gameplay i love the the monsters the designs are gorgeous the world itself is a a, a magic is a, is a great world where yes there's technology and guns right. and firearms right. but right. you still have people walk around with swords on their hips and they're not afraid to throw down the sword i'm like i dig yeah. that yeah but it's the way that you can tell that these four characters really connect and they really feel for each other
1: yeah that and I- they- yeah, I think that that makes a, a story arc important to the player. You know, you've mm-hmm. got to have that emotional connection. Just like yeah. you would in a novel. You know, if the um, reader's not connecting with your character then, you know, they're not they're not going to keep reading.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy 15, it's one of my favorite Final Fantasy. A lot of people, some people do, some people don't give it flack, which I understand it.
1: Well, yeah. But,
0: but still, it's it's really fun. I still say uh 15 is really fun of course people are will always praise seven to high heaven seven is good seven remake is also really good i really enjoyed seven remake
1: i'm 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 gonna put myself on the spot i did not enjoy finals fantasy seven nor did i enjoy the remake that's fine. um yeah but you know like and here's kind of the problem that I had with it. I could not identify with any of the female characters, not to say that I always have to. Sometimes I play as male characters, even if I have a choice, like in um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I played Mm -hmm. as Alexios, I did. But I don't, I just, Tifa, I, I wanted to punch in the face and
0: um <laughs> and that's why she's the one who does the punching on the team too
1: i know but i just hated her so much and i did i didn't even finish it i just was like i can't do this and um i got i actually got a little bit of flack um because someone was like what's the the hype game that that you know you didn't didn't feel and i'm like well final fantasy seven and particularly the remake and people were like oh my god are you crazy and i'm like i guess maybe but um i just i didn't feel it i didn't feel it the first time didn't feel the second time just wasn't my thing and um yeah so like final fantasy in some ways to me was like it it just sort of like i couldn't get into it i just that whole franchise passed me by Mm -hmm. but on your recommendation i will check out 15.
0: yeah (laughs) uh yeah so 15 if I oh man recommend final fantasy games, recommending final <laughs> fantasy games for me is is a little bit hard cuz I still haven't played a lot of the older titles. Yeah. Or even the newer ones. I found the DS version of Final Fantasy 4 which a bunch of people say that's like the best version of that game. But even even so cuz I didn't get into final fantasy until I played Kingdom Hearts. Oh, okay. I, that was it like Sonic was my gateway into video games. Right. Kingdom Hearts was my gateway into RPGs. Even though right. I played Pokemon, and I was still playing Pokemon at the time. Right. So I only got into Final Fantasy because I was playing Kingdom Hearts and I would see Squall, I would see Le- I would see Leon, and then I would fight Cloud, and then eventually I would fight Sephiroth. And I had no right. idea who any of these characters were. <laughs> or like and so one day I'm at Blockbuster with my dad, and I see <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy X. <laughs> Rest in peace, Blockbuster. I know, right? Those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days. Because you could rent a game and didn't have to uh, buy it. You know? Yeah, or sometimes they had sales. I got my exactly. uh, Mega Man game. I got two of my rarest games, Mega Man Legends and Legends 2. I ran both of them from Blockbuster. And then one day we go to Blockbuster and both games were on sale. And I bought them. And now my CIB, Mega Man Legends 2, is going for $146 on price charting. Oh, I could probably sell that wow. thing for 175 if I wanted to. Wow. Yeah, nice. I'm not going to sell it because that's one of my favorite games of all time. And you're going to have to prior add my kids to hands before you get it, cool. with it.
1: We'll make sure it's buried with you. you
0: know? Yeah. There's going to be a few games that are going to be buried with me, probably. <laughs> but besides the point, um, yeah, I, w- I was at Blockbuster. Final Fantasy X was there. I recognized Squaresoft. I somewhat recognized Titus on the cover. Yeah. So I, I rent it. I come home and automatically my brother's like, Ben, you're not going to like this game. I'm like, why is it? Like, Cause it's turn-based. I'm like, but same by the same people who did kingdom hearts. So yeah. <laughs> it should be good. And he's like, you're not going to like it. So I played it. I had no idea what I was supposed to be doing. Cause I was, I was, I mean, yeah, I could read fine. And at that age I, I was still reading, but also I was very impatient. So <laughs> I would just like skip through all the tutorial stuff and just like, before I really learned how to play RPGs like Pokemon or even Final Fantasy, I would just steamroll everyone. Just like make sure <laughs> my health points are as high as they can go, and my attack is as high as it can go. You know, that, that's, screw that's that's my always defense. yeah. That's yeah always. Like screw defense. Yeah. Screw my magic stats. Just like I want to beat something up.
1: <laughs> that's and pretty that's much how I, how I play did. RDO. I just face tank everything. Just like <laughs> I got this, you know
0: i remember vividly when i first started playing pokemon i had charmander was my starter and when i couldn't beat brock to save my life i restarted and got a squirtle and then it just got worse from there (laughs) it wasn't until silver version when i finally made it to the elite four while i was steamrolling everyone with my typhlosion and then i couldn't beat the elite four and then finally i I reboot the game up i restart a new file and i'm like oh wait i need to have like other types and I need to train and <laughs> grind them. And, yeah. then able, and then when I did finally beat the elite four, became a champion on lot Canto, I felt like I was on top of the world.
1: You know, I, there's a certain satisfaction to grinding, you know, yeah. like it's, the it, yeah, it's work and, and it's called grinding for a reason. But then when you achieve that, that ultimate goal, you're like, you
0: know <laughs> oh yeah you're, you're, you're totally like oh hell yeah
1: yeah like i did this
0: uh, oh, no. and also that was me fi- finally figuring out how to finally play pokemon and real because there were times <laughs> where i would see like newer pokemon in the wild and I'll, i catch them and then i'm like how come my pokemon is super weak but the one i fought uh, against this trainer ex ago <laughs> knew all these good moves were super strong i was like oh wait because they trained them they trained them. Yeah. Ooh, okay because once again Pokémon came out was it came out in ninety six in Japan. It was released in America in ninety eight. I was right. eight year, I was seven, turning eight years old, when okay. Pokemon. Yeah, I know. I'm totally dating myself. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone! I'm thirty. Uh, You're fine. <laughs> I was, I was first. I was a first grader becoming a second grader. Okay. When, uh, when Pokemon was, or I was in whatever. I was young.
1: Yeah.
0: When Pokemon first came out, so of course when I finally did get the game my brother and i didn't know how to play it we just yeah. rolled everyone with our starter yeah. i remember we went one direction and we found the indigo plateau or the gates to victory road to the pokemon league before oh, okay. we even beat before we didn't know what like we beat brock and okay. said you need the boulder badge to pass through here so of yeah. course we get the boulder badge and then we go back and it's like no you need the cascade badge now and we're <laughs> like how many badges do we need to get and then we realize, oh, we need to get eight of them, and we go in a giant circle. And then we, oh, <laughs> that's how we. It was a wild time.
1: Yes, yes, it sounds like. And and you know, if you're feeling it all bad about that, in '98 I graduated from college, so you're good. You're good. You know?
0: Oh, I don't feel bad. I don't feel yeah. that, not bad at all. But I just because I still remember. Um, getting Pokemon for the first time and just seeing how far Pokemon has gone or even yeah. when I'm talking to kids who are so much younger than I am yeah who, who, when they came into the world there was already 300 400 now 800 plus Pokemon yeah and yeah. I'm still just really is like man that's a lot of Pokemon now. yeah
1: I know exactly I'm like like I I, I like Baniri, um you know <laughs> just sort of you know, the basic Pokemon, I it, it's so far surpassed me that I'm just kind of like, you go. Um, I think, though, my favorite memory with Pokemon would be um, stealing my son's uh, 3DS at night. He's asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would steal it and I would play um, Pokemon. Oh, what is it? I think it's battles, I want to say. And I would just sit there like, and I knew I needed to go to sleep. I'm like, I'm not ready to sleep yet. And I would just sit there and just develop my Pokemon and train them and do all of these things and get them to the point where I was like, yes, I'm like, I'm kicking butt now, you know? And, and that's the fun thing about Pokemon is that, you know, you get all these different types, the styles, the elements, and all of those things. And you're you're ready for anything if you play it properly, you know? <laughs> but you got to do the grinding.
0: Yeah. I think the best part of that story for me is the fact that you stole your son's movie <laughs> <TV ads. laughs> oh yeah oh yeah
1: yes yes
0: oh absolutely (laughs) just that sentence alone is one of the best sentences i've heard in a very long time
1: oh yeah i would totally totally appropriate his gaming um, (laughs) systems while he was asleep and
0: i'm not a parent yet but i i want to be eventually someday hopefully but if my kids also like video games which i hope they do because look at who their dad is right exactly um, i'm gonna probably like sneak into their i'm gonna make sure it's like i'm gonna sneak into their room and play their <laughs> games or just like or right before they go to bed i'm like hey are you done playing so-and-so cool pass me the cartridge I'm gonna yeah, play exactly
1: myself. yeah exactly I'm gonna go further yeah.
0: on my set we're gonna have like different sets like different slots it's like Dad's save files one mom's a second and then it's you got and then whatever let, is left is for the kids
1: it's totally cool it is is so much fun like if there was a period in time where like, I played nothing but like Lego games. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the Lego games, I still play them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I played, uh, you know, the Harry Potter stuff and then a mm-hmm. lot of the superhero stuff. And and you know, I missed some of the more adult titles cause I didn't have mm-hmm. the time to, to really investigate them but it was so much fun playing with him because we had that connection and we had mm-hmm. that, that way to interact with each other. Like even now he's a teenager and, you know, you get sort of one word answers, like, how was your day? Good.
0: Mm.
1: You want something to eat? Yep. What would you like to eat? I don't care. You know, like you kind of get that, but it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, Sorry, just flashbacks <laughs> from my own teenage yeah. years. I was, I, was <laughs>
1: yeah, like, I was the same way, you know, but it's like, hey, you want to get on Fortnite? Oh, yeah, mom, you're, I'll show you how to do that. You know, and it's like, okay. You know, so you kind of have that connection that's sort of timeless. And I'm hoping going forward, I can do that with my grandkids, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, you play Fortnite too? Not well. (laughs) Okay, so.
1: I've I've attempted it. Um, He has since been like, mom, no.
0: (laughs) So remember back, way back when we were talking about games that, like hype games everyone was talking about and we couldn't get into? Yeah. That happened with me with Fortnite and then the reverse of it happened. Okay, because yeah, I so never
1: he, fully got into it, I'm like I so, I cannot build and shoot at the same time. Because. So here,
0: okay, so here's what happened. So Fortnite comes out in the very beginning, yeah, and I talk, and my brother is playing it, and he tells me to download it. It's free to play, all the blah blah blah. So I play it and I play a few rounds with him, and I hate it. I did not enjoy it. I did not like it. I hated the building aspect. I couldn't switch between building and shooting at the same time. I despise it. Yeah. So years would go by, of course. I mean, I would see kids getting all into Fortnite. I would see right. people with the flossing, and the Fortnite dances. And yeah. I unfortunately became that grumpy old man who would just like look at them and go, Pff. and there's one, I even wrote an article about this, about the generational gaming oh, gap did Yeah. I, I was at a friend's baby shower and I was talking to one of the attendees I was talking to her and then she talked about her son and her son who just got a switch and he's like, Yeah, I so I'm so happy. I just downloaded Fortnite. And I'm like, Oh, oh, sweet child. (laughs) There's so many, there's so there's so many, yeah. There's so do you have Odyssey, Breath of the Wild. There's so much, there's better games than Fortnite. But, but of course, practical i
1: practically mean, child abuse. Don't play,
0: no. <laughs> don't play. But, but then of course, I'm I realize like he's a kid, I can't yeah. be mad at him for playing what he likes because what he likes isn't going to be good, you know, yeah. like with games, with films, with the television, with art, it's all subjective, yes. Like, exactly. I love yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Some person may think that Sonic the Hedgehog is the worst game franchise ever, and that's their their right to, to think that, right. I They say that they're wrong, but that's their opinion. But, yeah. I can't argue, I can't. You know, I can't fight that. So fast forward a few months ago, or okay. two a few months ago, okay. um, during the Fortnite Marvel event, uh, my two co-hosts, Sparks and Ryan, they start playing it, they fall in love with it, and they try to get me into it. Because now Fortnite has thankfully changed. It's no longer just a 99 people in a thing, and mm-hmm. you have and whoever's, they they finally realized that they can get more people if there's stuff for the rest of the 99 Air quotes here, losers. Yeah, to yeah. do than just the one who wins. So it took some time, but they convinced me to re-download it, and now okay, I'm okay. them. And for some reason, something clicked, and I enjoy it. I highly enjoy it. I now that is I,
1: awesome though. Yeah. yeah. I put,
0: so now I put some money into. It. I I'm part of the okay, crew because okay. yeah. I don't put a whole lot of money into it. Thank God, but I still. I get some of the cooler perks. I get some of the cooler yeah. skins. I have a, I'm have. having a lot more fun with it now. Yes. Because instead of just like, hey, go and try to be the last man standing, it's right. now, hey, you drop it to a thing, try to finish these quests. And if you get killed off like halfway through, uh-huh. then it's you're, you don't feel as bummed. You're, yeah. I mean, there, there are times where it gets a little frustrating because you're trying to finish this quest, get the XP to unlock a thing. Right. But it's not to the point where you're just where it's like, okay, now I've leveled up quite a bit and I can unlock right. some more stuff. It yeah. They made it so there's fun stuff for you to do. And then if you see another person show up, you it's a lot more satisfying when you gun them down. It's like, yeah, that's right. Nice, yeah. Be- <laughs> So now-
1: I might have um, to try it again then. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> the initial thing was just, it wasn't good. It was- Yeah, so, I was like, well,
0: I mean, hey, once we're done here, I'll give you my what my PSN is, my PlayStation thing, so we can play it awesome. later today.
1: Sweet. Because I yeah. can totally-
0: Because I love to be to level up later. <laughs> so yeah, Fortnite is definitely one of those games where I've turned around on, where yeah. I went from absolutely hating it and despising mm-hmm. it. I mean, to, truth be told, I still don't like a lot of the Fortnite dances- to be perfectly honest but once again yeah. that's a generational thing
1: it is it is yeah like they're, oh they're god probably, yeah they're, they're awesome. probably
0: gonna look at some of the stuff i like to do as a kid and go oh that's stupid and like yeah. the whole tamagotchi craze they're probably oh
1: god yeah they're
0: probably no. looking at tamagotchi crazes like why don't you just get a real pet i'm like well i do now
1: <laughs> i have one now i you know but <laughs> i have an irl
0: tamagotchi <laughs> yeah
1: Although i have her- two huh? yeah um but yeah, no, I, I I hear you on that one because like there is this generational gap that like there are things that my son can do, like just physically that I cannot do. Like I don't have those reflexes. I don't have that, that capability to, to sort of switch between, like you said, like the building is shooting. I'm like, I, uh, it's lost on me.
0: The best and, I can do is stairs. <laughs> like the, so because i'm mostly a shooter in fortnite because uh, there are times yeah. where we we meet like really seasoned and really hardcore fortnite players where we yeah. just like miss a shot and then they're just like constantly building yeah. and we're, we're just and even when i play with my friends we're like ah crap builders <laughs> <laughs> my son's one of those like and it's
1: crazy like he'll like be building stairs and then he will make a shot between the stairs and then i'm like what i i, I don't know this is beyond me you know <laughs> like this is
0: yeah. But if you're willing to give it another shot. And also okay. I feel that because when I first tried, it, don't get I still love playing video games with my brother. Yeah. And it just playing Fortnite back then, it just didn't click with me. Now that I'm right. playing with my friends, because we because when I play with my friends now, whenever we can, with like Fortnite or even this new game called Knockout City, which I which you're we playing as well, okay. it's it's much more fun when you have a team and when you have friends, you're talking to your friends yeah. like in Fortnite we're playing this it's like okay who has quests that they that he or she needs to do yeah and we go do those quests and then like right, well will essentially we'll cover them yeah we'll like we'll watch their backs and then when we see guys it's like oh who needs help or who i got extra shields who needs whatever right. it's just it's it's when uh i feel it's what a lot of multiplayer games need to do because right now the most multiplayer games i do is fortnite knockout city and mm-hmm. it used to be dead by daylight we played a lot of dead by daylight during oh, the yeah. pandemic but we would we would play with our friends and we yeah. would only play with our friends like with dead by daylight we would only have private matches between us we would cycle between right. who was the killer and the survivor yeah and then it was just fun
1: yeah i mean that's the thing i think about um like a lot of online gaming that that sort of like gives me pause like i i just don't feel comfortable talking and playing with random people not because I think they're bad people or there's anything wrong. Like I'm just not that person. And so like I've played certain games where you're just thrown into matches with other people and there's not that synergy. There's not like, okay, I'm going to do this. You're going to do that. We got each other. Great. You know, you're just sort of trying to figure that out while you're doing it. And sometimes you do get stuck with that person. That's not very nice. So, um, you know, it's just like I, that part, I don't get of it, but absolutely like an MMO with your friends People mm-hmm. you know, people you click with, people that are like, you know, I got you. You know, it's yeah. like, it's totally, it's a totally different experience. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I can also recommend um, Elder Scrolls Online.
0: Yeah. Elder Scrolls, uh, so I have a very weird, uh, <laughs> I bought um, Skyrim for my PS4 okay. Black Friday. It was on sale for five bucks. It was the complete. Yeah, edition. How yeah. can I not say no?
1: Yeah, you got to buy it.
0: Yeah, but of course I buy it two weeks before Final Fantasy XV came out. <laughs> oh, well, you know, there's that. And Elder Scrolls, because people say that you got to play it with the mods on. You have to have it with mods.
1: No, you right? know what? I played Skyrim straight the first time. I played yeah, it that's what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. Um, But now I'm so far removed because, once again, I played Skyrim. I liked it, but I'm still trying to get used to it. But it's one of those yeah. games where even I was like a little like, I can do what? It's yeah. like, <laughs> like you can literally do anything and yeah can... there's
1: there's so many potions and the, the magicka there's, and the you know like all of the different just, things that you can do it's overwhelming
0: yeah and i feel like i'm a guy who can understand high fantasy and crazy yeah. lore and stuff like that but even on look going through skyrim they're like what do i want to do because i it's weird because when i play rpgs like final fantasy or kingdom hearts i try to max out as much as i can but right. with Elder Scrolls, it's like I don't think I can. I have to like seriously. What kind of? You it's literally playing Dungeons and Dragons, and, and I love playing Dungeons and Dragons. Right.
1: Right. Yeah, and, well, like, yeah.
0: what kind of character do I want to be?
1: You have to. You have to make a choice in that game, absolutely, and you sort of have to stick to that choice because if you try to cover all your bases, yeah, you're you're going to cover none of them. You know, it's yeah. just. But yeah, yeah no, it's definitely, it's definitely worth doing. And mm-hmm. then, Elder Scrolls Online, because it's like you were talking about, like you know, my boyfriend and I will go on and we have a couple other people that we'll play with at times. And it's like, okay, who needs to do what we're going to go do this. And the map is massive. There's Mm -hmm. so much to do. And, and there are actually like group activities. So there are like, basically they're called delves, but they're like dungeons Mm -hmm. and you need a whole group of people. Like if you try to go down there with one or two people, you're going to get your ass whooped. It's just like, you know, the enemies are that hard. And so they, they set up group activities. They also have stuff that you can do solo. You know, so it's just a, it's such a rich and varied world, but yeah, you, you do have to pick your character and what you're going to yeah. be talking about, you know, <laughs> it's like.
0: No, with MMOs, the one MMO that I've had my eye on for a while that, I mean, if I do have a PC, it's nowhere near the specs of a gaming PC, but I also have thought about playing it possibly on a console, but I mean, it's just like, I want if I'm going to play a game like an MMO, I want to be on PC so I could easily either type out what I want to say or just have a headset. Right. Yeah. but it's final fantasy 14. okay i've been looking into it i have thought about it but i know with because there have been times with certain games i get into it i start off i play i fall in love i just it sucks my life
1: yeah uh, Final fantasy the best you
0: know <laughs> yeah it is, is the best but i feel like with final fantasy 14 it's gonna be that but uh-huh. unfortunately i want. i mean i'm on vacation now hallelujah <laughs> but when I do have to go back to work, it's good. That's one of the reasons why yeah. I don't necessarily stream. Yeah. I mean, when I do, it's it might be like one Saturday in like three months when I decide, okay, I'll stream Fortnite for a few hours. Let's see how it goes. Right. Cause when other people stream it, because I don't have my weekend like Saturday is like essentially my only day off. Right. Because I have stuff for the pot, I do. The, I record the main podcast on Sunday, and then I right. have Saturdays my day to either see the movie we're reviewing or get the book read that we need. And it's Saturdays like my prep day, and then Sunday is the recording day. Right.
1: Yeah. So and you don't course- really have that kind of time to invest. Yeah.
0: No. And of course, <laughs> and of course, Saturdays there are times. I mean, we're recording this in the middle of the week, thankfully, because once again, big agent, yay.
1: Yeah.
0: But yay. Also, Sunday or Saturday is when I try to get episodes of pause menu recorded. Yeah. So that way I have so I have more stuff. I have yeah. more stuff to put out. And not that it's a bad thing, because don't get me wrong. I love doing the show. I love doing this. I love doing fake nerds. I absolutely adore it. But then putting a streaming schedule on top of that would just be like, okay, what has to go? The streaming schedule, yeah. that's gone.
1: Yeah. No, I, I I definitely feel you on that one. Um, when I was still working and then blogging and then gaming, it's it's a lot. Like you just you don't have energy for everything. And and unfortunately, what usually suffered was my blog. Yeah. I'm like I'll, I'll I'll write it tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. Because gaming's fun and work you have mm-hmm. to do. You know. So. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Works sucks. I to play video games.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I would come home and be like, I'm exhausted. I'm getting on the PS4. Oh,
0: no, um, that's, I do the exact. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would do the exact same thing because I would get off work at twelve thirty a.m. Get home around one. While I'm at work, I'm constantly like, okay, I could work on this. I could write this. I could do this before bed. The second I my foot goes, steps through the threshold. The (laughs) the
2: second
0: I step through, I'm like, I'm exhausted. I just want to I just want to veg. I just want to play. Oh, hello controller. Let's play some games. (laughs)
1: Exactly. It's it calls you. It's like that siren song. You're like it is. Yeah. No, I and I didn't really get serious about blogging until I had the time to do it because mm-hmm. it does take a certain amount of creative energy, which mm-hmm. you know you can also expend just trying to get yourself through the workday. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I've actually allotted a year, which I've used kind of half of, but um I've allotted a year where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take that time off from work. I'm gonna focus on me, I'm gonna focus on writing, I'm gonna focus on blogging and and gaming of course
2: mm-hmm. and
1: see where that goes but i totally get that when i was working full time no freaking way there was no freaking way that i could and and then you know you put social media on top of that and i love social media i love twitter my twitter family like they're so awesome but it's it's also it's work you know you got to res- yeah. if you don't respond to people why even bother posting you know so yeah. it's just like yeah you got to so you're managing a lot of fronts when you're trying to promote yourself as a writer, as also okay. as a gamer, and that kind of thing. And, and it does take a lot of energy that when you're working full-time, it's just not there.
0: Yeah. Because I completely get you, especially on the social media, because now, if you go on my Twitter profile right now, which, by the way, is BenMatic27, if you want to follow me on Twitter. <laughs> um, I know you do already, so you're fine. I do, yeah. But if you look at my thing, it says I joined Twitter in like 2011, or like okay. 2011, 2010. I joined very early, but I was... I didn't know how to use Twitter, to be perfectly yeah. honest. I only had it because I was in a radio program at college when I was in my JC. And they said, you need to have, if you want to be in radio, you need to have a social media presence. So, right, of course, right, the yeah. only, I had like double digit followers. It yeah. wasn't until even when the podcast started. And, we, and I've been doing fake nerd podcasts for over five years. Yeah, even when yeah. that started. And I started, I would still barely be on Twitter. I would hardly use it. Yeah. Now, recently, I I don't know what really clicked or even who. Re- I think the the catalyst for me to fall into this um, retro gaming community where I finally met you and so many other people
1: Yeah.
0: is just I got. I, I don't know if I just posted something about retro video games. And then all of a sudden um, Sega Master Tim found me. Oh, okay. Started shouting me out. Yeah. And I started finding more people. And then, of course, Top Loader found me. yeah. And then he, I don't know how he liked my stuff and said, Hey, this, this guy's cool. Yeah. And then all of a sudden down the rabbit hole, I go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, sort of similar for me, not exactly the same, but yeah, I think, I think I started in 2010 now, is it, or twenty four. I don't know the exact date, but mm-hmm. so I had it because of the whole romance author thing and I had to have a social media presence and, um, I didn't use it for probably like a good four years honest to god but i still had like 1400 followers <laughs> so yeah and but they you know they still followed me even though i wasn't doing anything um bless them but um so yeah when i started getting back into writing and and i i was going to create this whole new persona for gaming because mm-hmm. i i got this gamer tag which was fox miyamoto mm-hmm. and i started trying to rebuild twitter presence under that 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 name and i'm like I've got 14 followers. I can't <laughs> do this. <laughs> you know. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to my old account. And I rebranded my old account and, um, and I have built on that 1400. I actually, uh, as of yesterday, I hit 2200 and I want to thank everyone on Twitter because that's within three months time. Nice. And, yeah. And, and everyone has been so, so supportive. I honestly didn't expect the reaction that I've gotten. And it's, I, I do feel blessed. Um, but I had sort of the same sort of thing happen to me. I think it, I want to say it was at Colonel Falcon mm-hmm. and, uh, we just sort of, ch- you know, we were chatting about trains cause I live, I live in a town in West Virginia where there's a lot of trains and he's a mm-hmm. train buff and he started giving me shout outs and he's got a ridiculous number of followers, you know? Yeah and you know numbers just started to build and it's never about the numbers but it, it just makes you feel kind of
0: loved you know you're just like
1: then, yeah I, I will not
0: lie because there are times where um like earlier when we were talking about um like social media has also worked because when i post stuff on because yeah. i cannot tell you how many times where i finish an article on old school gamer magazine and i'm like i finish it i publish it and I'm like cool dot 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 Oh, yeah, now I have to go through my entire <laughs> follow list and at so many people. Yeah. So they can still, so like, because, I mean, I now have like over 300 some followers on Twitter. And right. for me, that's like, holy crap.
1: Yeah. And then right. I look at
0: other people who but have like, like a in, solid
1: number. Yeah. Yeah,
0: who have followers in thousands. But of course, I'm trying to use Twitter to promote my stuff to, right. so I can leave my soul-crushing job and right. be a writer full-time yeah and there are times where it hurts like when i post a thing on facebook being like hey here's my newest article two people like it and then the second i say hey i did this thing i did a book proposal like so many people comment so many people right. like it. it's like hey where's the support for my other one huh
1: Yeah. No, I feel you on that. I had the opposite sort of thing though. When I was an author and I would post something, I felt like I got so little love. Like they were just like, you know, I get one or two likes and then like I post something now and and I get so much support and so much enthusiasm. And and that to me, I guess sort of says like, you know what, you're in the right place. Cindy. you're you're Mm -hmm. doing something good that people are reacting to. Um, But yeah, no. and, And on Facebook, like I don't even get like, I was kind of surprised because I think I, I I probably have around like 16 or 1700 friends, friends. I don't know these people, but you know, like a lot of them I don't, but you know, they're friends. And, and like I'll post my stuff on Facebook and I feel like it's just sort of died. Yeah. Whereas Twitter is still very active and people are engaging like today. Can, can I take a second to look this up? Cause I thought this was really cool.
0: Oh, no, go for it. I'll, 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 I can go on another tangent. Cause with the, like even with the um, Twitter, I because there are times when I post a new article. Now, once again, my my follower base still isn't as large as say yours or anyone else on or other people that we know on Twitter. Right. But but it, I mean it's still a decent follower, but I try to at so many people yeah. in my thread. And like it's like, hey, here's the main tweet with the article, and then at right. at yeah. it's like a thing up top, go read it. Add, 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 yeah. Add, that that because that's like I want these people to see it and of course retweet it and then I grow so eventually I could just put the article up and then everyone can see it. Right. I'm not there yet, unfortunately. So I'm just scared. The thing that kind of freaks me out is one day one of those people who follows me is just gonna be like another one and they're just gonna report it as spam and I'm gonna get in trouble for it. Oh no. I, well, I hope I, that doesn't happen, but I'm scared that it will eventually because I'm, I'm trying to grow. Is it right. a little suck for me? It, it may be, but this is what I want to do. I'm willing to put in the work. So it, unfortunately, Absolutely. that means yeah. I have to constantly at and spam you to, like read my <laughs> shit.
1: No. Okay. So this is my strategy for that. Um, I have a certain group of people that I know if I say, could you RT this? They're cool with it. So you kind of have to to develop that. Like, and I call them my RT posse, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just like, I know if I tag these people, they're going to RT it. They're going to comment. They're going to, you know, they're going to respond positively to it. I, I try and I, like you, I'm like, I don't want to bug anybody, you know? Yeah. And so I, I'll kind of do like maybe once in a while, like throw in a cold RT, you know, like, hey, you know, but, but usually like I keep a list of people and I have, I have it on my, like, my phone and I'm like, okay, these are the people that I'm going to, boom, solid. I can, I can RT. And you can always, always tag me, please. Oh, um, yeah, I do. Yeah, I plan yeah.
0: to. <laughs>
1: No, I'm and yeah, I'm yeah, we're, so
0: we're both video, we're both video game bloggers. We're, yeah, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, you're like one of the first people I think of because it's like Toploader, um, you. Uh, there's like a few other people I think of who always who love liking and retweeting my stuff. So yeah. it's like because you and Toploader are definitely the ones who do this a lot. Also, I think um I try to get Colonel Falcon in there a few times. Um, gosh, who else? Talk when, to it, him about Talk to him yeah. about trains. Oh, you know? <laughs> I, train I was a huge train kid when I was when I was younger. I love trains. Still do. But, oh, man, what, it's, it, that? that's another thing. It gets to the point where I, there's, like, now am I happy to have over 300 followers and I'm so slowly but steadily growing? Of course right. I am. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it's like I feel like I'm going to forget someone and I'm going to feel like garbage when, if that one probably is like, hey, look at me and tag me. It's like, uh-oh uh
1: oh yeah I I could yeah like like, you're right there is that fear you're like I I didn't mean to leave you out you know um,
0: unfortunately there's no as far as I can tell there's no way to just like mass at everyone or I can just go at my gamer friends yeah and then put all those people in one oh there is
1: there's there's lists you can make a list yeah Yeah, I don't personally use it because mine sort of shifts a little bit because um, just like the different people that are engaged with different topics, but yeah, you can, you can make a list and then, yeah, you're like, you just tag that list and it's like, boom, done.
0: I have to look into that.
1: <laughs> and I actually just found that out from at Cypher. Uh, he was like, cause I was kind of, you know, having the same issue and he's there's oh, a no. list function, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely need to look at that. All right. So And normally normally these shows go for about like an hour to an hour 30, but we're approaching an hour 45.
1: I'm sorry. Okay. One more thing. I just want to say. No, one
0: more thing. Of course. Of course.
1: So um, I did my like good morning thing and someone started talking about uh, gaming and zombies. And then this person that didn't even follow me at that point, like we started talking about zombie games and we had this awesome conversation about it. And then I inspired him to actually make a tweet and he tagged me in it. And I was like, how freaking cool is that? So like, for me, it's also not just about like, I'm trying to read my stuff, read my stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. I love having these conversations with people because it just sort of leads to this camaraderie that I don't really think that you can find on any other social media.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I've talked to so many different people that I don't think I would have ever met in IRL if it wasn't for this, like another follower, like a top uh, Lulu. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so Lulu's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. Lulee, so <laughs> there are times where Lulu and I got into conversations, like when she's posting all her Shantae stuff. I'm like, hmm, lucky. And then we, we've gotten to conversation debate, but it's always I was like, I would never have probably talked to this person. Obviously, I mean, everyone talks about tw- or not not everyone. A lot of people, when you hear the word Twitter pop up, it's mostly in a uh, in a possibly negative light or or something like that. Right. And it is just- Can you
1: give me one second? I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, someone's knocking at the door. Hopefully right, we can- still
1: on the interview. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, he's probably like, hurry um, up.
1: It, it'll be like another 10 minutes. We're wrapping up. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm babysitting. Hi, David. Oh. Damon, you want to say hi? You want to say hi to Ben? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, hello <laughs> <laughs> okay so we will wrap this up because we're both busy yeah. now
0: but <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah we'll wrap this up so anyways cindy thank you so much for uh coming on the show and rambling oh, with me for about an hour hour 45
1: i know we had so much to talk about but no thank you for inviting me honestly from the bottom uh, of my heart <laughs>
0: of course if you ever want to come back on open invite just hit me up we'll figure something out that's sweet new- yeah, and also I gotta uh, DM you my PlayStation Network so we can play some Fortnite later. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna we'll go get lunch first, and then we can get some. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I will show you the way, and if you're still interested, cool. If you're not, that's totally fine. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so Cindy, where can people find you on the internet? Should on they, the have, internet. should they would like to find you and and also get experience into this awesome world of gaming nerds that I've also found.
1: Okay. So uh, at Cindy Jack, so that's C-I-N-D-Y-J-A-C-K-S, and that's on Twitter. And then uh, grownupgamergirl.com. Those are the two primary places that I hang out.
0: Nice. And just because I'm curious, because I was at Barnes & Noble the other day, and I may have walked past the romance section and tried to keep an eye out for your name, what is the book? that you have out that's out right now, that's still in print, because just, just just in case, just, you never know. So yeah, you know, yeah, you know, it, maybe in times it's like, romance, I like romance.
1: Okay, so I still have a title out called Desire um, mm-hmm. and it's it's by Cindy Jacks. I wrote under my original name because I felt strongly about that. But um, okay. yeah, so it's called Desire and you can find it on Amazon, you can find it on Barnes and Noble, you can find it on any any book vendor that you choose. Sweet. Thank you.
0: Sweet. <laughs> and of course, I am Ben Magnet. You can find me on the internet at Ben Magnet27 on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, also Fake Nerd Podcast, that is the mother show. Base America Posme is just essentially an offshoot of that. Um, myself, Brandon, Ryan, and Sparks, we're still doing we're recording live. We're, also, we're recording live on uh, on here on StreamYard. We're doing we're still doing our live shows, so that's fun. Uh, we have so much other stuff. Brandon, of course, has Conversation. That's a show of his where he gets in touch with people who do podcasts and talk about their fandom. So, Cindy, if you're interested in that, hey, hit him up. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you wanted to hit us up with that, it's fake uh, fakenerdguys at gmail.com. Uh, like this video. Subscribe on YouTube. Pretty much all of our fake nerd stuff is under the Fake Nerd Podcast YouTube channel. This show, awesome. uh, the Let's Play show, Based America, the original form of Base Maricade, which unfortunately I haven't been able to get in touch with Ryan to finish Sonic <laughs> Mania because that was the game we were playing when quarantine hit, and we haven't gone back to it. Oh no! But luckily, him and Sparks they live together, so they're being able to do more basement arcade stuff, which is awesome. Yay! Uh, let's see. Also, we have a website, everyone. Ignoredpodcast Links to our T public are there. You can get awesome shirts there. Um, shirts with our logo, shirts with our our motto: oh, Don't uh, be a dick
1: i'm so getting one of those
0: yeah it's um it's a picture of my it's uh, one of our friends the key thief, she drew me as a cartoon and said me saying don't be a dick because i was the one who coined the phrase don't be a dick on the nice. show <laughs> yeah, and also well i feel one of our most important links the link to our patreon is there guys if you like us you want to support the show uh-huh. we have a pat- we have a patreon the link is at fakenerdguys.com uh, or fakenerdpodcast.com not fakenerdguys that's, that's the old. title fakenerdpodcast.com. The link to the Patreon is there. We have four tiers, our dollar tier, our $5 tier, because you like us. We're going to – there are some rewards there. You get some certain specials earlier, but eventually, if you don't – we don't believe in paywalls, so eventually everything will be up, ready to listen to no matter what. But if you join our Patreon, you get the stuff a little earlier, so that's cool. And also, our $10 tier, we have an exclusive shirt for the quarter. Our shirt for this quarter – is don't be a dick done in the style of looney tunes that's all folks
1: so done i i am subscribing yeah, yeah definitely
0: <laughs> so, oh yeah that's our ten dollar tier and also if you really love us you really want to help support us our twenty dollar tiers there you still get the shirt that's the good news you still get the shirt for from our ten dollar but if you really love us twenty dollar tiers up there so yeah patreon.com fake nerd podcast fakenerdpodcast.com tpublic Uh, we're still in the middle of pandemic Uh, i believe a link to masks with our logo on it we have like face masks that a brand's girlfriend makes crafted by z i'm 99 positive a link to her store is in our website i could be wrong but we we put links everywhere so if you need to find it uh just like add us like hey how do i get the link to the masks i want to buy a mask we'll send you like no problem
1: awesome
0: and also of course follow us on instagram and twitter at fake nerd podcast um, or fake, is it Fikner Yeah, it's, it's Fikner Just look up, you'll find the logo. We're there. So Cindy, thank you. Man, Brandon makes this look so much easier. When we <laughs> thank well, also you. he has a scripting program so he can read it off me. I decide to free, I just, uh, I just free, I just go like, I can do this by myself with no script. Never mind. I think I need a script. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're, you're awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yes,
0: Cindy, thank you so much for being on the show. Um. Yeah. So anyways, go guys. Follow her. Follow me. Follow the show. Like, subscribe, watch <laughs> more stuff coming soon. I'm on vacation. Yay. I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of my vacation. Well, of course, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to Miami and then I'm playing video games. That's what I'm going to do.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Rock right. on. Yeah.
0: So, once again, thank you so much. And for now, let's unpause. Unpause.